Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by special guest sexologists. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Love. Love Line with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey, how goes? How was your new year, man? Uh, it was, can you hear me? Yes. All right, cool, cool. Um, <clears throat> really simple. Yeah? Yeah, I was saying to producer Ann that when midnight came around, I was already in bed. It's boring. <laughs> well, I had been away on a ranch for two weeks, so. Oh, okay. I kind of had done my vacation well i did the traditional thing uh i went to vegas and um uh savage performed oh cool out there so it was cool i i got to watch him perform and then um it was kind of weird it was like it was like we were having fun but then it was like oh it's 12 15 happy new year like it wasn't a countdown how did you not see fireworks or hear people screaming in vegas? we were inside the venue while and he no, was oh, performing so i would have thought it would have been like a midnight explosion of like yeah confetti or something i know it was weak it was so weird i don't know i think he was like performing during new year's and then like i don't know i i would have rather him perform and then like in between songs it was like all right here's the countdown but they didn't let him know anything lame it was so weird anyway um i'm really like kind of like into like i don't know like doing like traditional things i guess um but i didn't realize it until this year because like this year it's like i didn't really uh no one really sung happy birthday to me because we were like busy oh (laughs) <laughs> and it was like my cake was in the fridge and then like three days after my birthday it was like oh yeah we got to sing happy birthday i'm like Ugh. wow it's already That's done rough. and over and with i i think i think tradition's great like i make a big deal about christmas and i make a big deal about my birthday as well yeah oh uh, this stuff's important to me i mean i, I decorate a little bit which is actually kind of shocking can you see me decorating no yeah. not at all uh, and by decorating, I mean I put up a fake tree. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> With my assortment of uh, donut ornaments, the tree is just all different donuts. That's that's kind of cute. I'm not yeah. mad at that. Yeah, I'll send you a pic. It's cool. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. But we were away. I was. Uh, I think we talked about this last time. I was down on a ranch in Texas, mm-hmm. horseback riding, chilling out. I um, love horseback riding. Yes, I love. When's it. last time you rode? Oh, probably after I had Sebastian, maybe like three, four, okay. three, four years ago. Yeah, it's there's something magic about that. And then spend a couple of days in Austin, which I hadn't really spent much time there. It's it's kind of amazing. I love Austin, Texas. It had everything I love and had nothing I don't like. Like there well, was it's nothing. Like very I didn't... like it's like hippie-ish kind oh, yeah. of. It's like really cool stores and like everyone's really nice. And... Yes, yeah. that okay. So having come from LA, where I I do think people in LA are nice. Yeah, but 
I still expected a little attitude, maybe, you know, a little shade, but everyone, even when I thought that look on their face where I was like, oh man, she's about to get rude. She's like, how are ya? Yeah. Ah, like everything was uber, uber friendly. It was great. I could definitely live there, but everyone always warns me that the, the trap is people travel to Austin when the weather's great. And then when they move there mm-hmm. and they have the wild heat waves of 112 during the summer. I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> See, I'm not. Yeah, I like no, the heat, so the I'm cold. not mad at it. Nah, I need some snow flowers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so you told, you didn't let me look at the stories today because you said that, you know, I don't know. Yes. You want me to be surprised or something. So, and wait, my mic sounds like, is it because I, wait. You sound fine to me. Check, 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 check. I don't know. Sounds weird. Mine sounded, I couldn't hear myself well, but you could. I can hear you perfectly, but you don't hear me that well, apparently. No, I hear you great. Oh, you do. But, but you can't I, hear yourself. Yeah. Right. That's how um, mine was. Yeah. Um. Mm. All right, fuck it. We're good. So, bless Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Uh, are you familiar with the various things that she produces through her company, Goop, that tend to be things you put in your vagina? No, tell me. Okay. So she's gone. She had, there's an article and I wish we had it. And maybe it will circle back at some point. She had put out something on her goop blog about steaming your vagina. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. So she has a new one. now. I'm going to read you the long name. Ready for this? Sure. <clears throat> it's $135 and it's an implant and it's called the implant Orama system at home coffee enema. A c- coffee in your vagina. No coffee in your butt. Uh, that's not the first time I've heard of that. Yes. Correct. Right. Yeah. I I definitely heard that before. I feel like, uh, I feel like they, I was offered that once. Oh, I believe you At a place. Yeah. And you declined? Um, I did. I declined. Um, I wasn't as open during that time. It was like quite a few years ago. Not, not open. What phase of your life was that? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean open. Like my butthole needs to be open. I mean, like I just wasn't, I was like coffee up my butt. No, but like now I would be like, yeah. Now you'd have one at home while you're getting. Exactly. (laughs) I actually have, what are they called? Colonic. I've had a colonic done. Yeah, me too. Oh, you did. What did you think? Um, what did I think? Um, I got like crampy kind oh, of, yeah. and um, you could feel the water kind of going into your stomach. Like, I was afraid it wasn't going to come out. There was a moment where I was like, I'm retaining everything that's coming in mm-hmm. and I'm afraid. And then all of a sudden you release and you're like, ah, there it is. Yeah. They just said that like a lot wasn't coming out. And I was just like, is that a good thing? I don't know. It was like weird. Okay. We could psychologically talk about that. Your, your control <laughs> issues, how you withhold. I do. Yeah, for sure. I definitely withhold for sure. I for sure do So that. there it is. Yeah, yeah for my, sure. Mind body connection. Yeah. So for $135 on her website, you can get the coffee enema. Look, I'm not opposed to it, you know, but you have to be careful. It's like any form of douching, vaginally or anally. Mm-hmm. You're definitely disturbing the natural levels right. of... Um, bacteria and whatnot so just be careful with this kind of stuff but i just thought the name was actually funny too the implant orama system at home coffee enema but why but but why though why 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 put coffee in your colon uh mainly because much like i think drinking coffee down your throat it definitely relieves constipation um yeah it helps force um expulsion okay question sure if I get a coffee enema right mm-hmm. up my butt, does right. it does it give me energy? Um, I, I okay. My theory, and again, I'd have to work through what they're saying. My theory would be yes. You know, mm-hmm. have you heard of booty bumps? No. Okay, so that's the that's when people will essentially instead of snorting 
uh, maybe meth or cocaine, they'll mm-hmm. get it up your butt because the oh, tissue there bumps. Okay. is very absorbent, we'll say. Oh, and wow. that's why, you know, anal sex is a high risk for HIV. Mm-hmm. And so that can work. Oh, because the pores are open. It's, sure. it's more, okay. So that can work in your favor in other ways as well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I yeah. never thought of that. So I'm not opposed to this. This just falls under the label of like, don't do these things a lot. Don't do them often. I wouldn't do it in my house. I feel like I would I would go to like a, a, like a spa situation and have yeah. like a professional do it. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm going to do be You want to be monitored? They yeah. Also, place I, went, I do. A massager that I could rub on my stomach. Yeah, I want to know that I'm getting everything out, that I'm doing yeah. it the right way, and I, you know, I can have them like check me and make sure I'm good. Ooh, okay. You know, instead of doing it in a bathtub, I'm assuming. Oh no! Please don't do the bathtub. Then you're sitting in it. Do it on the toilet. Oh. You bend over, squirt it up there, hold it in, sit down, release. You don't I'm be ner- floating around in the toilet. I'm nervous. You are. Don't do it. It's not uh, for you. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> you're, you're too prissy. <laughs> I mean, I made for you. <laughs> steam your vagina. That you can handle. <laughs> okay, but what is that? that? What is steaming your vagina? I'd have to read more. But again, you know, it's I the, can. I'm too sensitive. It's the ongoing pursuit of uh, cleanliness that shouldn't or can't be achieved fully. Like it always falls under that. Like oh, it'll make it smell nice. It'll be refreshing. It's well, clean. it's always it's like a ref- wet wipe. Oh, stop! I know. I, like, I know. Well, I had a female friend where she carried those wet wipey things in her purse so she could clean up a little bit if there's ever like an on the fly situation about to happen. So, uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> some. I mean, my whole thing is like some. It's you know, if if your vagina is extremely you know fishy or stinky it's you know it's a red flag it's some type of problem so even if you go and like you work out and then you come home and you know you want to be with your man and like have sex it doesn't it's never like so horrible where it's you know what i mean where you just can't do it yo it's called being with a human being yeah our bodies are going to smell based on diet health all sorts of things right that's life man deal with it yeah which segues into my next favorite article Ready for this? Yes. Every now and then, I think I've kind of heard it all. Mm-hmm. And then something new <laughs> pops up. Um, are you ready for this one? I'm surprised. Okay, I wait, know. Go ahead. I know. Because I'm down there in the, in the, on the ground level. You are. Uh, I mean, In, in Thailand, bless. this is where this is coming from. Penis whitening procedures. I can't. Yeah. What do you mean? Exactly. Well, you were familiar, I'm sure, with butthole whitening. Uh, right, yeah. People wanting bleaching their, and bleaching yeah. their buttholes, which I've heard mixed reports on about the success of that. Um, but now there's penis whitening, and again, you know, it's buried in this is a lot of racism, um, internalized and otherwise, where people yeah. don't want dark bodies. And yeah, their penises look too dark for them. They want it very white centric. Um, <clears throat> so people are have been asking for it, and now it's a very sensitive body part, but. They're seeing up to a hundred men a month oh between the ages of twenty two and fifty five. I mean, that's that's wild. They well, you know, like in in Asian countries, it's it's almost like if you are a darker skinned Asian, you're considered poor. Colorism, um, yeah. yeah, because you're outside working in, in the, the fields and stuff yeah. like that. Got it. Always white. Always white. Always oh my white. god, that's horrible. I mean, honestly, it's like that in Africa as well. Guess how much it is for four or five sessions? Seven hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. Yeah. These are people that are really. This is this would have to be under the label of someone who's stu- you know struggling with body esteem and self esteem and. I think racism. it's like a yeah. I think it's like a really horrible culture thing that they have going on out there. Like if you know, because think about it. Even if you stay out of the sun, you're 
your penis is still going to be like in the shade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, uh, <clears throat> but again, that falls back on what we just said. Like if you're going to have sex with a human being, you're going to encounter body parts and scars and just signs of life. I mean, yeah. And so this article went on to also say that they also offer a 3d vagina. That's the wording. It's okay. a procedure in which women have their own fat injected into their genitals for a fuller looking, for a fuller looking. You know, I mean, they, they've been doing that for a while. That one's $1,500. Okay, but I, I there was girls in the Bronx that were doing that when I was stripping <sighs> out there. They were like in, getting silicone injected um, in, in the front part. So just so their vaginas meaty. look like meaty. Yeah. Do they have any uh, negative side effects? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it looked, it didn't look natural. Yeah. Um, it just looked kind of like, like somebody kicked them in the vagina. Like it looked, it just looked I like it looked you. swollen. Yeah. It looked it, like there it, was something wrong. Like, are you okay? Like your vagina looks a bit swollen. Like, are you like, did you get stung by a bee? <laughs> so you're not a supporter of the fat meaty vagina. I mean, I'm, I'm a, by birth. I'm a supporter of whatever makes people feel happy. Yeah. Um, I'm a supporter of that. I just, um, I didn't understand how i mean i don't know like i understand like girls wanting to get boobs um just a a a, a fatter vagina i just didn't i don't know it just didn't look it didn't look like any vagina would ever look like that naturally ever. And it's interesting because I haven't, you know, I, I do as, as you do as well, probably hear a lot of conversations about people shaming different body parts and things. I haven't heard yet. Someone say, I wish her vagina was meatier. Yeah. I, that's I what I heard mean. That one yet. You know, so that's interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. I actually haven't heard either. Anyone say, I wish his, his penis was lighter. But right. I, no, I've never heard that either. So. I've heard like, I've heard like, like, girls that i've had conversations with like i don't know if i could do a white penis because it's um, like pink uh, um but i i've never had a problem mine's i'm white mine's not pink but yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean but no I i've heard i've heard i've heard girls say that i've right. heard girls say that um <clears throat> yeah. which is the opposite culture out here i right. feel like meaning um i feel like a lot of girls are like you know white penises almost look like more like raw meat I haven't heard this yet either. No? Please continue. I think it's like an ethnic girl thing. That white penises look like raw meat. I Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Well, I think like nowadays a lot of like black girls and just more ethnic girls are dating white guys. Yeah. Um, Which was a little more taboo back then. It was always like black guys would date white girls or, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. different ethnicities. But um, yeah, I think it's just like an ethnic girl thing. Like I, I kind of grew up like... You know, like, oh, I don't know, like white penises. It's just like, oh, I don't know, you know? And then, like, I had one. I was like, this is nice. I'm not mad at it. You got to try it. Yeah, and then you once you do, you're like, I, yeah. It's like eating bad. sushi. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary on the outside, but once you're in there, yeah. Yeah. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have Amber on the line. Hey, Amber, you're on with Dr. Chris and I. How can we help you? Hi, um, I'm so excited to be talking to you guys. For sure. We're excited to talk to you as well. What's going on? Um, okay, so it's more like your thoughts, so I'll give you some backstory. Um, I am best friends with a couple. Like, I'm best friends with them together and, like, individually. Um, we've been friends for around um, two and a half years. Like, we all met around the same time. Um, and we kind of drink a lot, and um, 
me and the, the boyfriend um, would drink together, like, alone a bunch of times, and nothing would ever happen. And, you know, like, we're all very close, like, almost to the point where, like, people will ask us, like, if we're in some sort of weird kind of three-person relationship, which we're not. And um, I don't know. I've never thought of, like, he's my best friend, and we're both, like, straight, and I've never had, like a feeling where I liked him, you know what I mean? And I think that's kind of, like, hard for some people to wrap their head around. Um, so, anyways, we had been able to get, like, drunk together, and nothing's ever happened, nothing inappropriate, like, it's totally fine. And then um, a couple weeks ago, we drank together, and we ended up getting really drunk, and we, and we made out, and um, he ended up sleeping over, but we talked about, like, I was like, oh, I didn't know you were attracted to me, and he's like, of course, I'm attracted to you, and... I was like, no, we can't do this to our friend, and um, so, and then in the morning, we kind of just pretended like it didn't happen, like we didn't remember because we were so drunk. And what happened? And then a couple days later, we got drunk again, but this time we were with two other friends, and we ended up meeting up in the basement while our friends were, like, upstairs, and we had sex, like, really quickly, and then I just, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to feel, like, if you had asked me prior to this, if I had feelings for him, I would have said no and, like, believed it. And I don't know, and I also, obviously, I feel terrible. Like, it's really hard for me to even, like, look at my friend. I just want to, like, cry and tell her what happened, but we decided we're not going to do that. Um, what did you guys decide So that's kind of where I'm do? at, and I just want to know, like, what I should do with this. Like, what, what did you what guys decide you like, were going to do, thoughts? Amber? What did you guys decide you were going to do? Just not say anything at all? Yeah, he called me, and he was like, we shouldn't drink together anymore because that was, like, fucked. And I agreed, and I said, are you going to tell her? And he was like, nope, I'm not. And I was like, okay, we're on the same page then. Um, but he and I are on pretty good terms, but we haven't really spent any real time together since it happened. Wait, wait, Amber, let me hear Because, me... like, I'm uncomfortable, you know? It's Amber. like, I can't... It's hard for me to just act like this didn't happen, and I don't know how much longer I can keep this okay. secret. Okay, so, Amber... I love this girl... Amber, is your main question about how do I negotiate manage this with my best friend? Or is this question more about I don't know what to do because I have a crush on this guy who's with a girl? Or is it all of the above? All of the above. <clears throat> okay. Well, number one, and I want to hear your thoughts. Sure. Um, you, you should not pursue someone who's with someone. That's just disrespectful. Yeah. Even if you didn't know this other girl who you claim is one of your best friends, I would still want you to have enough respect for this other human being in the world that if they're currently in a relationship, you say you are not available if and when you become, then we, we can talk about that. I want your primary mm -hmm. focus to be on this happened to my best friend and I don't know now how to manage my relationship with her. What do you think? Yeah, that's kind of the biggest thing. You know, like I don't want to be with him. Like after it happened, I realized that like, I don't have these feelings at all. Like, I don't even really understand why it happened, let alone, like, kind of twice. You well, know? you were drunk. That's part of it. Like, yeah. when someone says, I did something while you make drunk. make poor decisions. Yeah, I don't yeah. try to unpack the psychological underpinnings of it because you're drunk. We all do stupid things. We've all done things drunk that we'd never do while sober. So that's not as meaningful. But number one, yeah, you got to set boundaries in place so it doesn't happen again. So I agree. You and this guy should not be drinking. Why? Because both of you have poor boundaries when drunk and around each other. You right. met up in the basement. That has a lot of pre-thought put to it right yeah for sure but what would you do amber if you if that if you had sex while drunk with your best friend's boyfriend what would you then do um i would uh, it's such a difficult thing yeah. okay i i would basically 
um do do exactly what you guys said like I, I wouldn't tell her because I feel like I, it's never going to happen again. It didn't mean anything. Um, it was a stupid, poor choice uh, while I while we were both drunk. And I don't feel like, you know, her heart needs to be broken um, over something that's just stupid and that will never happen again. I think that that's you're... That's the thing. Like, I don't think it'll ever happen again. And it was just No, like, babe, it, don't, it should never I happen like again. I, her, <laughs> I love the I don't think. Her. I should, it should never, it's not like I don't think it should happen again. It should never, ever, don't ever happen it. again. Yeah. Don't do, like, yeah. just don't do it because at that point, you're just being a mean spirited person. Yeah, and that's the thing. And yeah. Amber, not to come down hard on you, but my Amber just nailed it, which is <clears throat> you are sober right now. And so you do have control over the risky situations you choose to put yourself in around this guy. And so if you say, I'm going to be with him in private, I'm going to drink around him, you're consciously choosing to do that. And then right. you do become an asshole. Yeah, sure. right? no, I don't want it to happen again. And I just like, I just feel really like disgusted with myself, like to be completely honest. Um, don't, I mean, I don't want you to go into shame, but I do want you to take responsibility for what you did. And if you can tell yeah. me that you're going to hold yourself accountable to doing what you have to do so it doesn't happen again, then you're allowed to alleviate yourself of the guilt from this. I don't want you to carry this around. Yeah, forever. like just, just don't listen, <clears throat> let it go. Know that it was a mistake. And, you know, just move forward. You guys both aren't going to tell her, you know, just act like it kind of never happened. That's my advice. And just never do it again. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. That, thanks, Amber. Thank that, um, I needed to hear that. Thank you a lot. <laughs> you, you said what, honey? I'm sorry. I was just going to say, like, I, I, I needed to hear that. So thank for you. Sure, for sure. For sure. Yeah, that. no problem. Good luck, Amber. All right, bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you about HelloFresh because... Um, I got a package sent to my house, right. right? And I said, you know, my mom lives with me, she helps me with the baby and stuff like that. And I said, mom, why don't you try some? You like to cook, you know? She's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm old school. I don't believe in like, you know, food in a box and stuff like that. So she opened it up. And when I tell you, she literally made me order so much HelloFresh because oh, she was oh. so happy with it. Everything was super super fresh and i swear to god i'm not just saying this everything was delicious all the ingredients come in the box there's ice packets in there everything is super fresh and it literally took her like 30 minutes what did she make to make she made the winner winner chicken orzo dinner <laughs> i love just and the name yeah it was so cute and um it was uh, me sebastian my grandpa and my mom and we all ate it and we tore it up it was absolutely amazing well, they offer classic veggie or family yeah so there's options there's variety of meat fish seasonal produce yep. um they send me the vegetarian one mm -hmm. and i'm like your mom i either have the theory of i think everything should be homemade and fresh or i want it delivered because i'm lazy and yeah. this is actually the perfect hybrid of all of that yes because <laughs> it's delivered it's delivered but and it's, it's fresh, fresh. <laughs> yeah and it's all measured out so i don't have to do that exactly. you just have to heat it up and like i say every time we talk about this what's the blessing is they send you a photo of what every all the ingredients are yep. what it's supposed to look like because this stuff is lost on me no it was absolutely amazing i really like our household lives by hello fresh now so that's why you know um we want to give you $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code LOVELINE30. 
um, and get this awesome deal. Love line 30 at HelloFresh.com. I promise you, you will not regret it. If you have a date coming up and you, you know, you want to act like you can uh, cook well, <laughs> <laughs> they have all the ingredients for you. You don't have to go to the supermarket and buy all the extras. Oh, that's the thing. Waiting in line, trying uh, to figure out what you need for getting something. And most of them take about 30 minutes, which is fast. That's yes. simple, especially for like a last minute date, a holiday something you thought you were going to cook went wrong. Yeah, and it's not like cheap food. It's not like the cheap, you know, rib meat, chicken, or like... No, this is lobster ravioli, shrimp with tomatoes, tarragon cream sauce. I mean, that's decadent. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So make sure you go to HelloFresh.com, enter the code LOVELINE30, and get $30 off your first week. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose. Okay, now we're going to go to a caller, Ariel. Hi. Hi. Hi, how are you? You're on with uh, me and Dr. Chris. What's going on? Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Huge, huge fan of the show. Thanks so much for taking the call. For sure. Um, So, just to give you a little bit of background, um, I identify as non-binary transgender. So, I was assigned male at birth, but I use they, them pronouns, and I sort of more identify with feminine side of things. Um, and I am pretty very actively single and I feel fine about that. I'm, you know, I'm sort of casually dating, not really looking for anything super committed right now. Um, and I'm sort of going through a self-proclaimed slut phase, which I actually feel great about and fine about. And I'm, <laughs> we are you know, big fans of your slut phase. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Of Welcome um, to the family. Yeah, right? It's fun. Um, But the thing that, my question is that I've been noticing that as I've been sort of more out as trans and I've been on different dating sites and putting myself as trans on there and putting photos that sort of show me dressing in more feminine way, I've noticed that I've been getting a lot of attention from self-proclaimed straight men who are like super, super into me being trans in a way that feels a little bit fetishy like they'll Mm -hmm. they'll make comments like you know just really intense comments about you know me and how i'm dressed and they'll want me to come over wearing very specific types of clothing Mm -hmm. and they'll want me to act a certain type of way and i guess i just feel conflicted because there's a part of me sort of my my mental social conscious part of me that's like this is wrong you know i don't want to be fetishized i want to be treated like a person and i want to be seen for who i am but then there's this other part of me that's like carnal sexual part of me that's actually kind of into it and is like kind of enjoys being treated this way and being seen in this way and like it's kind of fun to be sort of exoticized and fetishized in this way but I feel like I should not enjoy it as much as I do and like to the point where sometimes I actively will seek that out like I'll specifically look for guys who I know are into it and are going to treat me that way but then there's this like other side of me that's like this is wrong and I shouldn't I shouldn't do that. So I guess I'm just kind of conflicted and I'm wondering if it's okay that I'm seeking it out and that I'm into it or if I should be, you know, not of course not it's okay. going in that direction. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
I love I love the struggle. You just beautifully <laughs> mapped out yeah. like so many different pieces. No, Amber's right in that I never want anyone to feel shame or guilt about things that arouse them. Um, mm-hmm. And you're talking about other people's perception and arousal towards you. And you know, I'll 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 give these lectures and I'll write about things and and people will say. Oh, well, Dr. Donnie, it sounds like there's no line to be drawn and that anything's, you know, fair game. And and I think me and Amber always drive home the same two things, which is as long as it's consensual and as long as there's compassion and care behind it. Um, yeah. So just for the listeners that don't know some of the terms you're throwing around, this whole fetishization thing basically goes back to the early use of the word fetish, which is, you know, a human that's sexually aroused by an object. And so when someone says right. that they feel fetishized, that means I don't feel like they're treating me like a person or they want to be with me relationally or treat me with care. They they see me as an object to just get them off. Um, but Dr. Chris, right. is that almost like, is it more so the uh, the other people that actually have the problem because they're, they actually like that, but they just won't admit it as far as like society. Like they'll have like their wife at home or, you know, whatever the case may be, but then they're really into like transgender sexuality and they just don't want to admit it. Well, you're, you're nailing it. We live in a transphobic culture. Still, we live in a culture that still, you know, pathologizes and shames femininity and someone who presents or identifies as male. And so, yeah, there's a lot of guys that are quote unquote heterosexually identified. Uh, we have in a toxically masculine culture. So hetero guys are often afraid or not supported by culture in liking things that are diverse. They'll right. say you're gay right. or there's something wrong with you. So for a lot of them, it's hard for them to consider dating or being relational with someone who's trans or femme identified or all the, you know, non-binary. And so that's definitely a huge piece of it. But more importantly for Ariel or Ariel, how do you pronounce your name? Ariel, Ariel, like an aerial view. <laughs> oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if that's it's, what I tell people. <laughs> if it's something that you're aroused by and you're going into it understanding what's available and it turns you on, then I'm completely comfortable with it. Me too. Yeah, okay, that's great. Yeah, I mean, because I do think, like Amber was saying, a lot of the guys do, like, or at least they tell me that they are married and they're like, I have to be super discreet and like, I don't want people to find out. And again, there's this part of me that's like, well, that's like, I feel a little bit guilty that you're, that this other person is like lying to their partner. That's a different like, piece. Doing things that they don't, <laughs> wait, but wait. I feel like, well, aerial, I'm, aerial I'm, not view. I'm not the one that's engaging in that like lying. <laughs> no, 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 behavior, no, you are, so. but you are, you are. That's a different piece. Me and Amber just okay, talked to a okay. caller about that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe that my, my theory is that healthy sex or is supposed to be something that feels good. It's nourishing. You walk away not feeling guilty or bad. It doesn't injure anyone. And some people operate from the idea that as long as my side of the street's clean, I'm not doing anything. I'm not complicit or involved, but I think you are. I think healthy sex Mm -hmm. is when you say like, how is this impacting other people? So I wouldn't tell you to have sex with someone who's going to be harming someone possibly with it. Right? Yeah, I agree. Sure. 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 Okay, that's helpful. But that's I feel really like helpful. I feel like in the tr- in the transgender community, and I and I grew up with a lot of transgender people. Um, it's 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 very difficult because obviously transgender people want to feel loved. Right. They right. uh, want to feel desired and sexy, and then they have like these guys usually that are like, "Okay, I want you because you give me the female form, but you still have the penis that I want." But I can never like actually just bring you home to mom. Because so, if I did, I'd get shamed, right, ridiculed. Right. People wouldn't understand. Yes. I'd say I'm gay. I'm afraid of that. Yeah. 
and so that's and so that's and unfortunate it's, it's fucked up yeah it's, it's fucked, fucked up because up. It, it also yeah. leaves transgender people in a situation where it's like i you know they want to get love from wherever they can get it from or a, some type right. of desire um or to feel des- uh, desirable um in in fucked up scenarios where these men are married and in yeah. you know situations right. like that right and um, yeah and i think like again i'm when it's when it's just like a casual hookup and it's just like a you know small thing like that it doesn't bother me as much in terms of the feeling of being fetishized but i do know that like if and when i do want to have a committed relationship i'm going to want more than that like i'm going to want someone who's not ashamed to like bring me out in public and who like celebrates all of who i am and who understands me so like for now the sex part that feels fine but like moving forward you know it's going to be a challenge Uh, dr chris is there any type of like website for actually dating um like transgender people yeah i mean the the beautiful thing is that we're we're slowly catching up with where people are at and so um tinder i know specifically uh, has now or is about to release a multitude of different ways to identify in terms of identity and so that not only legitimizes all these different ways of being but it also helps attract and pull in people that are aroused by that like you know me and amber are quite fluid in our sexuality and so we're two people that are open to being with people um, Mm -hmm. you know diverse in creativity not everyone is but yeah I would go on a website when you think you want something relational that allows those identifiers and then people you can start conversation unfortunately you probably will have to do the emotional labor of educating some people Um, sure but yeah I think right now if you're just in this hoe phase it's not maybe Mm -hmm. as important but yeah when you do want relationship go on something like tinder um i also know that uh, i mean a lot of the other sites are so sex driven and specific not that relationship doesn't right. come out of that but um okay cupid i think also allows queer identity of different are, are they are oh, these yeah. like paid for like are they do you have to pay for no, them because i know free downloads on your phone yeah but i know that you know um that uh, you know a lot of people say like the success rate of relationships yeah. online are are websites that you have to pay like a match.com or like, you know, uh, is there, is there yeah. any type okay, for the Tinder free, but I'm saying, is there those. any websites that you yeah. could pay right. where people actually want to find something more serious? Yeah. 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 Or like the gay transgender yeah. community. I don't, I don't know if the paid ones, how diverse the options they offer are. I'd love for someone to look into that. And let us know. We should fucking start one. We'll start one. Seriously, <laughs> the, love, the love line dating app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for people that are just serious, because it's like I know you're going through your whole phase, Ariel. But like, it's just like, you know, um, for people that are serious, they'll they'll pay money to find yeah, what they're and then looking that's how you for. You know that they're that like they're really committed to it because they're yeah. willing to invest that's in a certain money. way. And yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. I'll tell you, because. Dating on apps, that is, that is, it gets tougher. The more people that join those things, the tougher the general free well, because, ones get. Well, because it's like, damn, right. you're cute. I want to fuck. Let's just hook up. Or, like, you or know. damn, you're right. cute. But yesterday I met 12 people. Today I've already met 10 newbies. So I have 25 people I'm trying to figure out about. And I'm adding you to that huge pile. Yeah. I mean, there's a time right. I was on my dating and I was talking to like 10 people at one time. Because uh-huh. you're meeting so many people and you're trying to go on dates with all of them. It's very overwhelming. So it can be difficult for sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. But good, let us know, you know, get out there, figure all this out, circle back and let us know. But um, yeah, props yeah to you thank you so much for this living your super, life. Super helpful. All I right. really appreciate it. Good Thanks. luck, babe. Bye. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
that's the kind of stuff that breaks my heart is people with diverse identities trying to find relationship it's it's so like it makes me really sad dr chris because it's like there's not there's almost not like a a place for them to like for other people to take them seriously you know and it's like it's tinder and it's like swipe it's like this is my fetish so i'm gonna look for this for tonight yeah um but i would never date it bring it home to mom and marry someone like that oh yeah yeah, that still have a lot of sad. work to do. Yeah, I just know I like uh, me personally how hard it was for me to like find love, and I'm just I guess by society standards I'm just like you know a regular pretty girl that it would be easy for me and it yeah. wasn't so yeah. I can only imagine like a transgender person or even like my my assistants my boys they're gay and they literally cannot find like something real. Because it's always like a, on a hookup type of situation, and they're just like, "Damn, I really want to have like a boyfriend. Like, you know, I want to love someone." Oh, because there's so many beautiful benefits to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that companionship piece. Yeah, it's difficult. Again, it's only going to get harder because you know. Again, I am supportive of the use of the apps, but there's so many people on them that it's really hard to take the time to really get to know who you're compatible with and can connect with. Um, it's also very sex driven. It's difficult. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not mad that I'm not out there right now. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I want to be Ariel's friends. Yeah. <laughs> Seems badass. They yeah. seem badass. Massachusetts. What is... Uh, oh, oh yeah, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Okay. We have another caller. Amelia? Oh. Come on, Anne. What the fuck, bro? No. <laughs> hey, Amelia. Hello? Amelia, hi. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. Hi, Amber. Oh, my Hi. God. Oh. I love you guys so much. Oh, you guys are so awesome. Thank <laughs> Thanks. We love you, oh, too. Oh, thank you. We want to help um, you. Okay. What's going on? So, my question is pretty simple. Um, I'm nervous, so just excuse me for Don't that. Um, so, I was in, like, a stupid relationship for, like, mad long, and at this point, I'm just kind of, you know, you know, I'm doing me. I'm just hoeing and growing. You know, I'm just trying to live my life. I'm just trying to, you know, get it in and not be attached to anyone. Right. And guys are pretty understanding of that. But this is my, this is like my everlasting predicament. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, so when a guy knows that, like, that's all I'm here for and... I have this, like, screening that I do. I'm like, hey, so shoot me over, you know, a picture of your situation because I'm not trying to, you know. And I, I feel terrible because I don't want to shame anyone for their size. But I also don't want to, I don't want to not waste my time, but, like, waste my time because I, I know, like, things are good even if it's small. But in what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. I need it big. What are you trying to do? So, so basically, you want. So basically, you just want to have like fuck buddies here and there, but you want like a really big penis. So if they send over a small penis, you don't want to shame them for it. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, well, like, so I how does she go about? Out. How does she go about doing that? Like, she doesn't want to shame them, but she kind of doesn't want to have sex with them because their <laughs> what's, penis. What's the question though? Because this is basically you're saying like you guys are just texting. I mean, yeah. When it's at that point, or even like, okay, if I go on an actual date and then I like. No, it's not terrible when it's a date, but when it's a texting situation and they send it to me and then I'm like, 
okay, this is not, like, I'd be trying to get my back blown out. Like, I'm trying to have all of the experiences I can before I... I'm not mad at you. As you're speaking, just so you know, (laughs) I'm writing down a lot of these little hashtags you're throwing out there, like, hoe and grow, hoe and grow. I'm writing down back blown out. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to have to drop these in my own life. These are are really hilarious. Nonetheless, stay with your question. (laughs) Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a hard. I don't know what. Well, to the do. question is basically this: I don't it's, it's you know, if I ask for a photo of someone and they send something back that doesn't arouse me, what do I do? It could be, it could literally be any. It could be stretch marks. It could be the boobs aren't uh, as big or small as I right. want. It could be they're tall, yeah. too tall. I mean, you, you do it with compassion and politeness, which I would say means you don't actually problematize their body because no one's body has anything wrong with it. It's just a matter of, are you attracted to that? Like it's okay to be fat. It's okay to be thin. It's okay to have a small penis. People don't choose these things. Mm -hmm. So you don't make reference to it because you don't want to put shame on them. Of course. Because that's not kind. Can I tell you what I would do or what I used to do like when I was younger? Um, I would yeah. make them feel amazing via text. And I'd be like, damn, <laughs> that shit looks so juicy. And whoo, shit. You know? And they would be like, oh, shit. Like, that's what's up. But then I would block them. Because <laughs> it was too juicy. Block. Oh, babe. I mean, you know, what am I supposed to say? I'm not going to hurt their feelings. I'm going to make them, you know. And then it's just like, I, I don't want to talk to them anymore. So then if I ever ran into them. It would be like, oh, yeah. you know what? I lost my phone and I had to change my number and like I just couldn't, you know, give him an excuse, girl. You know how to do it. Oh, okay. I'll feel bad, but I'll do it because you told me to. I mean, I'm just saying you don't want to hurt their feelings and be like, look, of it's course. too small for me. Just be like, oh, oh, wow. Thank you so much for the picture. Like that. That looks so good. All right. Well, I'm about to go out with my family. So like, I'm going to just talk to you <laughs> later. And then you block their motherfucking ass. <laughs> I'm on my way out for dinner with my family. <laughs> so they should have been Thanks for sending that pic. <laughs> I'll do it. Because once no. you say you're going out to dinner with your family, it's like it, the, the conversation's over. Nobody wants to talk about sex anymore. Sure don't. You already, no, you thinking, amen, he so thinking true. about your mom and your, and your aunties and shit, <laughs> eating dinner. Like, it's just, you know. It's oh, done. Yeah. Bless. Okay. Well, I'll go that route. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And yo, good luck. Get that back blown out. <laughs> okay. I just did. So, you know, Squirt shout out to girl. that man who just did that. Thank you, guys. God bless. Oh. Uh, thank you. Yeah. You know, again, this is just another reason why I'm glad I'm not out there. <laughs> Sending pictures of people and them telling me, oh, that is that is beautiful. I'm on my way out to dinner. <laughs> now, anyone who gets that in response is going to panic. I'm on my way out to dinner. <laughs> like, red flags everywhere. I now. mean, what are you supposed to do? Be like, ew. You know, no, you can't you do, not do, do that. that. I mean, look, that that's what's hard is there's always two things happening. There's what you are literally individually aroused by or not aroused by. And then there's cultural stuff and we're trying to change culture, but that doesn't mean you should have sex with people you're not attracted to. Right. But we're also deeply trying to change culture so that we can have more support and diversity around all sorts of kinds of bodies. So for sure, it makes me sad when someone says I only have sex with a certain kind of body because you're missing out on some really great sex and meeting some great people. Like I've had sex with bodies that weren't necessarily what I would idealize. And I was shocked at how amazing they were and how much fun we we had and yeah you know you can still have all different kinds of sex with, with smaller penis sized people but um nonetheless be kind yeah <laughs> don't hurt people's feelings absolutely but that is hilarious i was literally writing down her little things hoeing and growing hoeing and growing my back out <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't heard that one yet but it's pretty that's pretty badass yeah i you know what and it's not like you know i think a lot of girls 
just think of like they just want the to feel the pain of like the the big big penis which right. i i get it right but you know th- there was times like i've i've had small penises and yeah. they were like really good right it was more of like the motion in the ocean. <clears throat> yeah, it also depends on what you're into. Yeah. Uh, if you're more into penetrative sex, that's one thing. If you're not, then it's a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Um, yeah. Do they have penis enlarging? Sure do. Um, surgeries? Oh, <clears throat> I don't recommend the surgeries. There's a lot of problems with that. But if you go to a local sex boutique or also online, they do have, I guess, what you'd call like a sheath that the man slips his penis into that is then a larger sized penis that you can have sex with your partner with but like a dildo kind of i guess you would it would essentially be like a hollowed rubbery dildo that you put over your penis yeah oh wow yeah oh that's cool yeah we have more callers in no that was it oh shit um well Well, nonetheless uh i'm just checking it okay what kind of time are we with i don't know where we're at Damn, can't tell where Anne's at. Anne's like right in her shopping list. She's out. (laughs) She just went and started her car. Like, what's going on? She's like sweeping and mopping. She's mopping the floor. Uh, That just really threw me off. Yeah. (laughs) Not sure where to go from that. Uh, Yeah, I really don't feel like jumping in anything at this point. (laughs) It just wrapped up the show for us. Nonetheless, I do want to give a shout out to myself. Um, I'm going to be giving a lecture at uh, UCLA here in LA on February 24th. The Sexual Health Alliance is sponsoring uh, my lecture. It's called Outside the Lines, No Orgasm is Neutral. <clears throat> Damn. Bam, I know. I'm, be dropping some I'm so going to be there. Amber's coming out. Yeah. Uh, February yeah. 24th. Go on the website, sexualhealthalliance.com or even on my Instagram, I have a link. Get your are tickets. These, how much are the tickets? Uh, it's affordable. It's I, I can't. I don't have any idea. Twenty dollars would be max, but okay. it's affordable. Yeah, cool. You get two, two or three hours of me dropping gems. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so fucking there. I'm so, it's so February there. February 24th at UCLA. February 24th. Come on, out. awesome. All right. Well, um, and can you give me the phone number? Because as many times as I've done this, I keep forgetting yeah, the phone I, number. I don't know the phone number either. Um, Anne has a shutter car down. She's outside. Get her car oh my God. And <laughs> and sweep it up and mop and taking the trash out. Could you finish that later? We should get an, we should get an intern. An intern. Yeah. Funny. When we st- actually start making money mm. from this podcast. Well, y'all, y'all hold on. We got big plans for 2018. Some changes coming. Um, and seriously, like I can't, <laughs> <laughs> you think the one thing we'd have on standby is our phone number. Well, like what the fuck nope. is the phone number, Anne? <laughs> we love you. I'm ready to give them my cell, and I'll just forward yeah, them to you. Oh, okay. All right, there we go. Okay, so call us with your sex questions at two one three three seven five five two five eight. That's two one three three seven five five two five eight. Leave a message for our wonderful producer Anne, and she will call you back when we're on the air. Um, make sure you subscribe to Loveline with Amber Rose dot com and really anywhere you can, you know, uh, subscribe to podcasts and we will see you next week. Bye.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.